Hello, and welcome to the Historia podcast. My name is Stephanie, and this is part one of a four-part series. So grab some drinks and strap in, kids, because we're in for one hell of a ride. Before we get into the episode, I've just got some stuff to plug. Uh, So as many of you may have heard from previous episodes, we are on... Uh, buy me a coffee and this is a platform that is similar to patreon um, but it's got a few extra perks such as I have the ability to have a digital store and it also gives patrons the ability to donate in in case they can't like you know if they can't commit to a monthly um, sort of membership which is great um, I'm currently working on creating a link for patrons that will allow them to listen to extra episodes. And we've also got three tiers, which is bronze, silver, and gold star. We've also launched a YouTube page, which is super excited. I'm actually going to be recording the trailer for the channel after this. Um, So this is where you're going to be able to find our live streams a few days after they've happened. Um, And we'll also be posting stories and other random things whenever we get the chance. Um, We are, I'm actually working on creating um, audio videos, kind of like those ASMR videos that you have on YouTube where um, someone's reading a story or that sort of thing. That's currently what I'm working on, except I'm not, it's not like I'm just picking up a book and reading, you know, the Philosopher's Stone sort of thing. I'm going to be reading, like, stories from around the world, so like folk tales or horror stories, whatever it is, but it'll be great. Um, So you can find the link to these, and all of our other social media um, links are in the show notes below. Um, also, please don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform I am currently gracing your ears on. Um, leave a review, please and thank you. Um, this does help other people to find us. If you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts, I'm, I don't know if you can leave reviews on Google Podcasts, but, you know, shoot me a direct message on Instagram or send me an email that's also in the show notes below and you know I'll create little posts on Instagram for people to see which I think will be great um all right so let's get into the episode shall we geology is fucking wicked and here's why it's so damn important going on. Using what's called the Geological Time Scale, or GTS, we are able to look back at these time periods. The evidence found by geologists and paleontologists, aka Ross Geller, um, found between these layers of rocks have helped them to differentiate the time periods from the Earth's formation to the present. And this part might get a little bit confusing, but I will try to simplify it as best as I can. Um, so the Earth's 
The period of time since the Earth has formed is divided into four periods known as eons. The first, which is the topic of our episode today, is the Hadean period, followed by the Archaean, the Protozoic, and the Panerozoic eon, um, and that is the eon that we currently live in, and that will also be the final episode of um, the series. And these eons are collectively known as as the Precambrian Super Eon. So as I mentioned, the Hadean period began with the formation of the Earth and lasted for 600 million years. The term Hadean is derived uh, is derived from the mythological Greek underworld Hades and is named by American geologist Preston Cloud, who coined the term to describe the time period before the earliest known rocks on Earth. The Hadean period is described as one would assume hell to look like, where it would, it's, you know, extremely hot, there's no water, and of course, there's no oxygen, and there is literally lava fucking everywhere. It's like, it's like that game, the floor is lava and you have to like jump on shit, but it's kind of like, where the fuck are you going to jump? You're just gonna, you're just swimming in burning liquid. Um, here's the problem with the Hadean era. There is very little geological evidence of the time period left on Earth, but there is evidence of this time period on the moon, and this is known as the Lunar Geological Time Scale, and is used as an informal approach to comparing the time periods on Earth. The lunar divisions are broken down into five categories, and I'll try to see if I can get more information or create a full episode, but in all honesty, there has been so much science stuff, you know, information just kind of flowing around in my head, and I don't even know what I'm thinking about half the time, and I'm also having very weird dreams about Mr. Spock, which is, um not sexy at all. Um, (laughs) so there is the pre-nectarian, which is the period where the crust of the moon was formed. The nectaria encompasses the period of time where the nectaris and imbrium basins were formed. The imbrian period is defined by the period where the Imbrium and Oriental impact basins were created. Uh, the Eratosthenian period, uh, which is defined by a period of erosion. And finally, the Copernican, per- uh, Copernican period, which is um, essentially like uh, the what was it called again? 
the Paleozoic area era. This is essentially the period of time that we're currently living in, but on the moon. Um, and it's it's really confusing, but you know, let me just add a little bit more into that. In in 2010, there was an alternative time scale that was proposed. Um, but this time scale isn't approved by the International Union of Geological Sciences. And, um, side note, didn't even know that was a thing, but, you know, cool. Um, so this time scale proposes to take the eons, so for example, the Hadean eon, and dividing it into three eras. And these eras would then be divided into two periods. And according to this time scale, the first era is the Paleo-Hadean and comprises of the Hephaestian and the Chikabian period. The second is the Mesohadian era, which is broken into the Canadian and the Procrustean periods. And finally, the Neo-Hadian era that covers the Acastian and Promethean periods. Um, but like I've said, there's very little evidence of this time period. There is rock evidence that can be found in Western Greenland, Northern Canada, and Western Australia. And this is a part of the episode that gets really interesting for me and it's kind of cool and I'll get more into that later. Um, uh, so some of the oldest dated zircon crystals were found enclosed in sandstone in an area known as Jack Hill in Australia dating as far back as 4.04 GA. Um, if anybody knows what that means, can you please tell me? Because I couldn't, funny enough, I couldn't really find anything as to what it meant. I tried looking it up and for some reason it kept giving me, I don't know, I think it was Georgia, which I don't know why, but, uh. So one of the things that really surprised me while doing my research is that there have been examples of Xenocrist Hadean Zircons found as what is known as the Guiana Shield located in southern Guyana in South America. And what's so surprising is that um, I'm Guyanese and I never knew about this. So when I shared this information with my family, I was actually quite surprised to know that none of them knew this information. So it was a great little learning curve for all of us. Um, another fun fact, studies of zircons have found evidence of water existing about 4.4 billion years ago. And based on the studies conducted, it's hypothesized that the tectonic plates were formed almost 600 million years after the Earth's formation. So following the time scale, that would essentially mean that they've formed at the end of the Hadean period. 
And this is also my not-so-subtle way of transitioning into our last topic, water. Um, it was, well, we kind of had a bit of a heat wave here in Ontario, and thank goodness that's done for. And I can just go back to drinking a regular amount of water and not over-drinking. <laughs> So, it's believed that there was a significant quantity of water in the material that's, that formed Earth, but because this amount was essentially insignificant, it was easier for it to evaporate, much like it does, through day, does today through a factor known as atmospheric escape. The actual definition of atmospheric escape is defined as the loss of Earth's atmospheric gases into outer space. And um, that's essentially our episode, folks. Because there's not a lot of information about it, this is a relatively short episode. But um, yeah, <laughs> so you can find uh, the you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. Uh, And obviously a link to all of these platforms will be available in the show notes along with links to our Instagram, Buy Me A Coffee, and other pages. Um, I'm also going to be including a few affiliate links below for some great books that you can purchase off of Amazon. And if you do, I receive a small commission at no extra charge to you. Um, you can send me an email at the Historia Podcast and the number two at gmail.com. You know, send me comments, complaints, book recommendations, and, you know, whatever else it is that you would like to send to me. Um, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you. And uh, that is all. I'm going to go to bed because it's uh, 1.30 in the morning and... We've got work in the morning, so. (laughs) Alright guys, uh, next episode will be out soon, so make sure you are following the Instagram account to keep up to date. Um, And yeah, also, please, please make sure you follow us on Instagram. Um, We are very close to 500 followers, which is great. Also, on TikTok, please follow. Everything's in uh, in the links below. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, good night. Bye-bye.